Hello, everyone. It's Angeline Chen. Welcome to Immigration Today, where I interview leaders, advocates, experts, and volunteers in immigration and immigrant rights on the issues, their experiences, and how you can make a difference. Today, we have Leticia Herrera, who runs a migrant shelter housing asylum seekers called Pro Amore De in Tijuana, Mexico. I had the pleasure of meeting Leticia as a volunteer for Rise to Reunite, which is a volunteer group I co-founded to help reunite families separated at the border. We have visited the shelter many many times, from the middle of 2018 to the beginning of 2020 when COVID hit. We volunteer with El Otro Lado, which is a bipartisan legal services organization assisting migrants in Tijuana. I have brought immigration attorney mothers to the border to help with Know Your Rights presentations and give legal advice to asylum seekers. We have also provided some humanitarian aid. Leticia is one of the strongest and committed people I know. She does this work out of the kindness of her heart. We will discuss how many people are in the shelter, what is provided there, what organizations work with them, and how you can help. Leticia Herrera, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm going to just start asking you some questions, okay? I know you are busy at the shelter. Don't worry. Okay. Um, What brought you to running a migrant shelter? My my first uh, time, I went to the border. That's uh, when I see see a lot, lot more people. This time changed my life because it... How can I live so good when a lot of people is suffering the poverty, more than poverty? They are so hungry, so sad. All day long, I was thinking about them. At that day, I know I have to do something to help my people. And what were you doing at that time? Like, when was that? I start to pray with them, and always I say, please, God, help me to do something for them. So I rent a, a big place, but the government didn't, didn't give me permits. So I have to wait until the church, Catholic church, give me the this house. I is the shelter right now. So the, the Catholic Church helped me with the with with the help me with the permits and the um, and the and the house too. So the church helped you get the permit and to create the house as a shelter. Yes, yes. Yeah. For me it's, it's a, uh, our shelter is one dream come true. I started five years ago, but I passed one year before trying to get the permits in another big and historic place on Libertad Street. Was very hard to me lose. Now I know the project of God was different than mine. Father Madre Heredia was at the principal of Caritas, Tijuana. He called me almost one year later to tell me he once showed me one place. Oh my goodness, what's a beautiful day. He asked me if I want this house for my project, and I say yes. I never can imagine the plan of God has. So that was five years ago, right? Yes. 
And what was your background, Leticia, growing up? Like uh, everybody, I, I have my, my own business and my family, and I have a good life. Oh, thank you so much for everything you do. Um, tell me a little bit about your shelter now, please. When I, when I, I started to repair the house with my personal money, just uh, five double beds. And when I finish it, I start to tell to the INAM, Instituto Nacional de Migración, I want to help uh, our people. And they told me I have to go uh, atención a migrante municipal. It's a, like a government place. Yeah, like a municipality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I meet Cesar Aníbal Palencia, wonderful man who works at the Atención a Migrante. He started to send me people uh, with us. First, then same three, then another two, then five. I was so happy until one day he called me to say if I can receive LGBT people, they can, they can came with, uh, with the caravan. And I say yes, but I never can imagine the damage some neighbors have. They, and they enter at the shelter for robbery to the men's LGBT, LGBT people was in another room. And I was so angry. I called, I called the, to police. So they arrested some young men. Next day, they came again to start fired in the, at the shelter. That was hard times. So anyway, just, it was so long time ago. So just to clarify, the licenciado asked if you could take some LGBTQ migrants. And you said yes, when they came. Uh, other people were damaging the shelter? Yes. And uh, uh, that's why I say it was hard times because it's, it's very difficult to me understand our neighbors. So what is your shelter like now? How many people are there? Right now we are 185. Wow. And we, we are, we are the, the first shelter in Mexico who has a school. Thanks God and thanks to Estefania Robello. What is the name of the school? Yes, we can. Mm -hmm. That's great. And how many children are there? Um, like uh, right now it's uh, 60, I think so. Around 60 children? Yeah. And where are they from? The people are from Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador, UA, USA. Uh, for the glory of God, we, we are the first shelter who had a school. And so, uh, we have an, another dream come true. We have computer room also. Wow. That's amazing. So just kindergarten. What else? Um, primary school mm -hmm. and high school. That's amazing. And we have the computer room too. That's amazing. Yeah, thanks, God. 
The, are these people filing for asylum? All the people wants that. It's, it's, very, it's very sad because a, a lot of people comes to Tijuana for because another people charge to them a lot money. Just uh, say, no, 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 you you can go over there and you can pass at the, the next day. And this is a liar. So people charge these migrants saying that they can just enter the U.S. the next day yes. to help them get to yes. Tijuana, and that is a lie. And once they get to your shelter, they, in, they, they realize it's not that easy to get to the U.S. Yeah, yes. Yes, and it's sad because they, they, they came attired without clothes and, I don't know, disappointment. And how has it been with COVID? Thanks God, uh, I take a lot, lot uh, precautions because uh, at the first time when last last uh, last year, I closed the the shelter and mm. nobody can go out. Only the people who was working and people who was working has to come take the shower. Uh, take all the protocol we have and we have three 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 cases they they have covid but i i we build in another room for uh, i isolate the people you isolated the people who had the cases and there was only three people yeah thanks god that's pretty good wow uh are you testing them, everybody, or how does that work? Oh no, I can't. I can afford it. All the tests is expensive. Mm -hmm. No, um, people from sector salud comes to do the test, and they find uh, the strip people. Right. So they came. Sector salud came tested six or seven, and there were only three positive cases. That's good. Um, and yes, what, is. what organizations work with you at your shelter? You mentioned Yes, We Can, which let's talk about Yes, We Can again. Is the school still in those school buses? It's a school buses in a... Uh... Car tents, big tents. They have two, two or three big tents, and uh, they have a play playground. One little play, yeah, playground, and they have everything. That's great. It's a wonderful school. I love. I've seen it. I for I... me, it's a, a big, big place, big blessing. That's amazing. I remember going there and seeing that school bus that turned into a classroom and they took out all the seats and and that's amazing. And now you have tents and a playground. Um, I can't wait to go back and see it <laughs> and a computer room. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, what other organizations work with you at the shelter? The first ones was uh, like um, we... We work with uh, OEM. It's like, like OEM. 
-hmm. Central World Kitchen. Uh huh. Central World Kitchen. Ángeles de la Frontera. Yeah. Ángeles de la Frontera. Border Angels. Yeah. Border Angels. Uh huh. Yeah. Gente Unida. United People. Uh, yeah. Música de Embajadores, Embajadores of the Peace. Musical Ambassadors of Peace. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. They are beautiful people. And another people come for they themselves to ask me what we need because we, we have a lot needs in here. What does the shelter need, Leticia? Tell us. Look, by example, we have to pay the bill of electricity and mm -hmm. it's no cheap. It's like a $500 for electricity. Mm -hmm. It's a, about 1000 1000 for each month of water. We have to pay for the water. And I don't know why they are charging so too, too much money. Like at, in this month, it's like 23,000 23, pesos. And it's too much, like more than $1,000. Yeah, thousands. So, yeah, it's too much. And it's, uh, we have to put like a two, 200 each month. And we have one hot meal from Central World Kitchen. They send, send to us all day, all days, like a Monday through Saturday, then send a hot meal and the lunch for the kids. But uh, we are so many. We give to the people four meals a day. Wow. So the Center for World Kitchen gives one hot meal a day, yep. Monday through Saturday, and the lunch for kids. But you have four yes. meals, four meals a day that you're cooking. Your team is cooking. Yeah, we're cooking. Yeah. Yeah. The, the people who stay in here with us, the women cook with us. How do you pay for the food and how do you pay for the bills? The adults give to us 30 pesos, like a dollar, one dollar fifty, one dollar fifty mm -hmm. for each adult. But if you don't have money and you don't have um, work, you can help us and don't, don't pay nothing. So it's like a, we make a study. If you are working, okay. But if you not, you you don't you don't have to do nothing to us. But anyway, it's not enough to pay all the things we need in here. Right. No, definitely. So, do people are people still donating food like beans yeah. and rice and milk? Mm -hmm. No, look, look like a, we use a lot toilet paper. Yes. Um, pampers, pampers for for the kids, shampoo, milk food uh, like um, meat, any kind of meat, um, ham, sausages, coffee, sugar. <laughs> Another thing that people doesn't bring to us is an interior clothes, like a socks, underwear. You need socks yeah. and underwear too. Yeah. How can people give this to you? Are you closed to volunteers because of COVID? 
And right now, when when they come, we uh, we protect ourselves like uh, the protocol, and they uh, give us uh, the uh, the things at uh, the um, escalera. Uh, stairs. They, uh, the, at the, the stairs. At the door. Yeah, at the stairs. Uh, they uh, they they just bring the donations. But if you want to uh, see the the shelter, you can come in. Yes, don't 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 be in contact or close to the people. Right, right. If uh, somebody wants to help us, they can uh, donate any amount at uh, PayPal. It's a pro holiday. What is the PayPal account? Can the you pay. tell it to us? Pro Amore Day. In Spanish, it's uh, por amor a Dios. For the love of God is the name of, of our shelter. And if they want to donate things and food, do, do they contact one of the organizations or do they contact you? Contact to me, please. Okay. It's a, I can give you my, you can give to. Yeah, oh, I will write it down. Our, our phone number. I have it. Okay. And WhatsApp is the best way, right? Yeah, please. Okay. And if people can't go to your shelter, is there a way they can donate like, to an organization? Yeah. Yeah. Look, like uh, in here, I don't know why I don't have volunteers at all. And I hope one day I have just one volunteer in here because this is very hard to me and uh, rule all the shelter. I'm not so young woman. I'm 65, almost 65 years old. And uh, sometimes I say, oh my God, please come to help me. Yes, yes. No, it, it, I can't imagine how hard it is, especially during COVID. Yeah. Um, I have the COVID too. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> you had it before. Um, were you able, are people able to get the vaccines at all? Let's no, nothing. Not yet. No, no, we are waiting. So I would, I would, I think if people want to give clothes, they can go to Border Angels, right? Um, yeah. And supplies. Well, Leticia, I, I thank you for your time. I know you're in a shelter and you're so busy and overwhelmed and we're going to try to get you as much help as possible. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And all I can say is our people are people who are suffering a lot. They pass very hard times to, to come to here with the hope and dreams. And when they came and see what's going on, it's very sad for them. You go, All days you can see people yeah, crying or calling to the family saying what happened, telling to them what happened. And for me, it's very sad. I I hope we can do, give to them a better life and better uh, opportunities to work, everything. Definitely. And now, you know, I, I, I haven't forgotten about you and we at you know, Rise to Reunite are going to continue to help you. Um, and hopefully we could see you soon too. Yeah, I hope so too. Thank you, Leticia. Thank you no, so much. No, thanks for you. Okay.
Bye. Blessings. Bye-bye. This podcast is intended for general education and informational purposes only and should not be regarded as either legal advice or a legal opinion. You should not act upon or use this publication or any of its contents for any specific situation. Recipients are cautioned to obtain legal advice from their legal counsel with respect to any decision or course of action contemplated in a specific situation. Clark Hill PLC and its attorneys provide legal advice only after establishing an attorney-client relationship through a written attorney-client engagement agreement. This recording does not establish an attorney-client relationship with any recipient.